This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. In the last episode, I gave you seven pieces of a financially fit business and discussed what you need to track each month. We covered maintenance in detail last episode. Today, I'll discuss basically KPIs, key performance indicators. Reminder first, there are seven parts of a financially fit business. Tracking, billable hours, cash and financial statements. Two is overhead cost per hour, net profit per hour. Three is pricing, four is maintenance, five is monthly metrics, i.e. KPIs, six is budgeting, and seven is monthly financial statement review. So on this podcast, I'll discuss your monthly metrics, your KPIs. So before you do anything and establish KPIs, you have to know where you are now. So for example, if your billable labor hour percentage is 50% and the KPI you want is 75 or 80% going from 50 to 80%, you know, in one month is not realistic. So figure out where you are now and figure out where you want to go and put together a path and have your employees help you do that. So that's the first step. The second thing is what are they going to get if they exceed their KPIs? You know, what's the reward? What are the bonuses? And everybody should know from their job descriptions, what their KPIs are, what the minimum acceptable standards are, what happens if they exceed them, and what happens if they're not meeting them. That should be all in their job descriptions. And if you want a really easy way to do a job description, just use ChatGPT. It will create a job description for you in probably about five minutes. Tell it what you want, and you can have a job description. Or I also have a job description manual. Just give us a call or send me an email and I'll get that to you. All right, let's talk about the KPIs. First, we're going to talk about field KPIs. And then after the break, we're going to talk about office KPIs. From an installation standpoint, here's where you want your KPIs to be. And again, you have to figure out where you are now to go to figure out if this is a KPI that you actually want. Your warranty call should be less than 2% of all of your jobs. Your callbacks should be less than 2% of all of your jobs. Now, some of you can say, well, you know, warranty is the manufacturer's issue. Yes, that is true. I'm talking about workmanship warranties here, right? So you may want to just call it a callback. That's fine. Did they not pass inspection? You know, what did they do that made the installation not go perfectly? They also should be completing jobs in the estimated time, 95% of the time or higher. This excludes what I call salesperson hours and actual hours. So sometimes a salesperson will sell a job and say, oh, it's only going to take 16 hours to do this job. When the installation team gets out there, they start laughing. There's no way in God's green earth we can do this in 16 hours. So make sure that the actual hours are realistic to complete the job. You want their billable hour percentage to be 80% or higher. 
and you may decide you want to have a perfect job bonus. You know, what's the bonus? Usually it's 25 to $50 that, you know, A has to happen, B has to happen, C has to happen, the customer has to say D, E, and F, or whatever else it is. And you want, if you're going to do a perfect job bonus, 95% or higher of your jobs are perfect. From a service perspective, we look at it with respect to average ticket revenue, and that varies significantly depending upon where you are in the in the country, whether you're residential or commercial, plumbing or electrical, generator, pool and spa. So each of these areas has a very different average service ticket. So this KPI, you really and truly need to figure out where you are now, and then you can figure out where you want to be, and if, we, if you need to, create the path to get to that KPI. So look at it from that perspective of what, you, what your average ticket revenue needs to be based on what you want it to be, okay? Um, so that's number one, and everybody should know what their, their tickets for their truck needs to be, and that's totally dependent upon what their hourly wage is. So for example, the truck revenue just is a very simple way of looking at it. You take their hourly wage times 2,080 times 1.3 plus their truck cost and divide the total by one minus your gross margin. All right, this is Roos rule number one. So that's an, one way to do it. Another way to do it is take their hourly wage plus their overhead cost per hour plus the net profit per hour you want for the service department add them together and multiply by 2080 either way works and you may want to take an average of the two and actually do it that way but that's what their truck revenue needs to be other kpis for service lead turnovers if they can't sell and they there are some companies where the service technicians have the ability to sell projects and replacements. A lot of plumbing company, companies do it that way. Um, a lot of HVAC companies do it that way, but some have salespeople who go out and the techs help set up the leads. So if you are in a company where the techs cannot sell, then what percentage of lead turnovers do they do? Their billable hour percentage should be greater than 75%, all right? And then maintenance enrollments should be 30% of your non-maintenance customers. They may be doing it or somebody in the office may be doing it. So those are the types of things that you're going to look for for service KPIs. Okay. Maintenance, the number of new enrollments needs to be 30% or higher of the people asked. Kind of whether the techs do it or somebody in the office or you have a maintenance tech do it. They should ask everybody, greater than 95% of the people who quote unquote are not your maintenance clients. And the renewals should be greater than 80%. And all of your replacements should include a maintenance agreement with that replacement. Now, don't give it away. Include the cost of the maintenance plan. If your maintenance is $180 a year, guess what? In, the, in your proposals and under costs, you're going to put $180. So that's essentially your KPIs for install, service, and maintenance. When we get back from the break, I will give you the office KPIs. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Imagine you had total freedom. You didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to be a slave to your business. 
The words, I can't, are eliminated from your vocabulary. What if you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it? A financially fit business could give you that freedom. How? By knowing what your financial statements are telling you and taking action based on what they say. You can do this in less than 10 minutes a month at an investment of less than taking your family out to dinner once a month. And if your financial statements are a mess, you can get help. Go to www.financiallyfit.business or click on the QR code below to get started today. Thank you for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I gave you the field KPIs for install, for service, and maintenance. This section or this session, I'm going to give you the office KPIs, and we're going to start with dispatchers. The travel time between jobs should be 30 minutes or less. Now, if you're in the middle of nowhere, that's not a reality. You, you know, if you're in the middle of Atlanta, Georgia, except on 285 on Friday afternoons, you should be able to keep and route technicians in an area where their dispatch time can be 30 minutes or less. I mean, one of my clients has a dispatch. Sometimes it takes the techs four hours to get where they're going because they're the only ones in the area and it, they're in remote locations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, the customers pay the extra charges to get their really experienced techs to their locations. So average, and I use that in quotes depending upon where you are. You'll have to figure it out for where you're geographically located and what's realistic. You want to route, they want your dispatchers to route the right technician for the job 95% of the time or higher. You want them debriefing calls 100% of the time. They're doing the maintenance plan procedures, asking, you know, whatever your maintenance plan procedures are 100% of the time. And if they do quoted jobs, for example, if a tech says, and this is more commercial than residential, Mrs. Jones at ABC Company wants a quote on a, a motor. A lot of times dispatchers actually do the quotes and, and follow up and, and schedule the work. Sometimes it's, it goes to the salespeople, sometimes the techs do it. But if the dispatcher doing it, they should be the ones quoting it and you have to figure out what their percentage is. CSRs, all right, number of appointments books, booked should be 85% or higher. The number of customers who hang up, i.e., they don't like to talk to you, should be less than 5%. The call follow-up should be 95% or higher. And then if they're doing maintenance plan enrollments, it should be one out of three again. And if they're doing ancillary sales like high-efficiency filters, IAQ products, whatever, that varies for what that KPI should be. Now you're going to say, well, how do I figure this stuff out? Well, there's a lot of software out there right now who will help you do that ability to listen to the calls and everything else like that. Installation coordinators. And this is somebody who coordinates and makes sure all the materials are in, all the equipment's in, the customer is happy and knows that you're coming um, and follows up and does job costing. So number of customers call to confirm the installations 100% of the time. There should be no excuses that they don't make these phone calls. Maintenance plan enrollments should be 100% of the time if they're doing it. Ancillary sales, it really varies depending upon what they're doing. And 100% of the time, they should be doing job costing reports. That's their job. So marketing KPIs. <clears throat> 
the number of leads generated, and it depends upon the message and the target audience and the value of those generated leads. The thing you have to be very careful about is if marketing generates 100 leads and sales closes zero of them, it's not marketing's fault that you didn't get the work. It's the internal process after marketing generated the leads that needs to be fixed. And this will help you identify whether this is the case. All right, so let's talk about some of the sales KPIs. All of them should have budgets. They should know what they have to sell and should be seasonally adjusted. In slower times of the year, it'll be less. In, large, in busier times of the year, it will be more. You want their closing ratios for maintenance customers to be 80% or higher. For non-maintenance customers, 45% or higher. And whatever the job net profit per hour you want, that's your decision. Again, that's your KPI. Warehouse KPIs, inventory levels, and they should not vary by more than 5%, except for like, you know, we're buying inventory for this really, really large job. Yes, it's going to up it, but then it should go away as soon as the equipment is, is, is set on those jobs. Shrinkage, i.e. disappearing inventory, should be less than 5%. And they should be pulling 100% of the jobs and, and have them waiting for the crews 100% of the time and inventory days under 30 days. And inventory days is from the time you buy a part on average till you use it, how many days is it? Accounting KPIs, accurate financial statements completed by the 10th of each month, less than 5% of financial statement fruit salad. And remember, financial statement fruit salad is where we have different... Um, Gross margins varying because you have revenues in one month and the expenses for that those revenues in another month. And they should produce for you a weekly cash flow report 100% of the time. Okay. And finally, you as owner KPIs. Net profit per hour is your choice. Overhead cost per hour, unless you are a very small company, should be under $40 an hour. Compensation percentage, i.e. for every dollar you take in the door, how much are you spending on payroll and payroll taxes, should be under 30%. Current ratio should be increasing and greater than 1.8. Your asset test should be parallel to the current ratio and greater than 0.9. And as we talked about for the warehouse, inventory days should be less than 30 days. And receivable days for residential obviously should be less than 30 days because you're basically COD. And commercial, less than 45 to 60 days. Now, the key with commercial is not to include retainage, all right? Because you absolutely have no idea when you're going to get your retainage. So take it out of the equation when you're doing the calculations. So those are the KPIs that you want to have and monitor for your business. Everybody who works with you should know what their KPIs are. And you, everybody should know where they are with respect to those KPIs every week or every month or every quarter or whatever is appropriate for that particular KPI. Okay, thank you for listening.